0: What's up everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Scalar Learning Podcast. I'm your host Josefa as always. And today we are talking about a topic that might be considered political. I don't really see it as too political because I don't think there is much of a debate about it. Oh well, I, I suppose there is, but well, let's get right to it. What are we talking about today? What's the issue today? the issue is violence in movies and video games does it affect kids is it good is it bad is it is it irrelevant you know are the arguments that hey it can it can actually damage or affect kids or lead to potential violent behavior is that real or is that just nonsense uh, and we're going to talk about that uh, and i'm also going to be Sharing my opinions. I mean, my, look, I'm going to start by saying right off the bat, I think that I didn't used to think this, but my worldview has changed, you know, in whatever, as as one's will as you get older, and I just don't, see, I am I used to find violent movies and violent games. I didn't think about them in a particular way. I just used to find them fun. It's sort of like what you grow up with. I just became accustomed to it. I think that too, if I had never seen anything violent and then all of a sudden at the age of 18 or 20, I would have seen something violent, I think it would have shocked me. I think the thing, I think the reason why you end up enjoying it and becoming just a normal part of an action movie is because it's always been a part, you know, slowly fed in and we become accustomed to it and then it's what we expect and then it's lame if we don't have it. Because it doesn't seem realistic or doesn't hold up to the other movies. And I think that's what it's really all about. But I, I don't think it's natural. I don't think it's has to be part of entertainment. And in fact, I think it sends a really, really negative message. And so I'm gonna talk about so let me let me talk about what prompted me to record this episode. And and in addition to, I'm gonna be sharing an article from Psychology today. It talks about the potential causal link between violent video games and violent movies and actual violent behavior. So the other night I go to see a movie called Suicide Squad. Now, I like comic book movies. I've loved Superman. Uh, I love Spider-Man. Like these types of movies are the in, the Incredibles. <laughs> it's kind of like a fun sort of like a spin of a com a typical comic book movie you could say I like these movies and they're kind of they're kind you know I just I just like the idea of having somebody have superpowers but you don't necessarily need to have people be dying in these movies now anyways I saw suicide squad and it's actually it got kind of panned by critics but it's actually... It's got some funny moments, interesting characters, but what really turned me off about it was just the crazy amount of murdering and killing that's going on in such a flippant manner. It's like, okay, so there's one scene where one of the characters, she's a government official, and they're in a room and then as soon as they like they have to shut something down. And not tell anybody, you know, they're like, oh, okay, well, this operation is shutting down. And then she takes out a gun without saying a word. And she just shoots everybody in the room, like six people in the room. She goes, boom, 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 boom. And then she's like, well, we had to do it. We can't let this get out. And then the other character played by Will Smith, he just goes, well, that was kind of gangster. or That was gangster. Like making, like kind of being lighthearted about it. And I mean that is just what the tip of the iceberg. It's just killing nonstop throughout the movie. And I listened to it. I saw that, and I'm like, "What is? What's happening? <laughs> what's going on in in the movie industry and the way these action movies are going? How is it? It's not even funny. That's it's kind of really perverse to just watch six people get shot off very casually executed, and then make a remark like that was gangster. What?" Like that's, it's just so weird to me. And I was thinking about it. It's it's like when we see these movies, it's just so common for the good guys, quote unquote, good guy to come in and just gun down like 15, 20, quote unquote, bad guys. And it's just so, it, it dehumanizes these characters. Because look, in real life, no matter what somebody's done, no matter what is happening, every person is born to a mother and father. Every person has a family. Every person has friends. It's not just oh, boom, shot him. Good, that's good for the good guys. You know, there's there's situations that warrant the, the self defense and things like that, or we have to preserve liberty, or what, what, whatever it may be. There are situations that warrant war, but it should never be something that, in my opinion, that should be looked at so casually. I mean, human life is human life. And it just really started getting to me. I don't watch a lot of movies, to be honest, and and partially for this reason, because I do get frustrated with these types of things, but also just because I'm doing other things with my time. And I often just prefer trying to be trying to do more fruitful things, which make me feel good, make me happy. But I did want to take a night off and relax a b- little bit. And I saw that and it, it was just frustrating. So I, I think I do think it's it's kind of not a good thing. I think it desensitizes not just kids, people to the idea of violence. Why does it have to be there all the time? What's the purpose? What's the benefit? You know, and and it's it's not always just about hey, is this causing people to go on mass shootings? It doesn't have to be that type of a connection. Probably is some sort of a link. I assume we're going to read from this article and talk about that today. But that doesn't even matter. It just all this stuff being around, it seeing it. I mean, think about most Most young boys, especially. I mean, I was this way, too. All you want to see is action movies, action movies. And all you're seeing is killing. Now, think about that. It's got to desensitize you, for example, to the notion of war. And I don't really think war is... You know, some people might disagree with me, but I don't think war is part of human nature. I really don't. And there's lots of books that I've read that talk about the very... The caring nature of mankind. The way that we have... we. We once upon a time were a very sharing culture and war was was an outlier as far as events and even killing each other. I mean, it's just I just don't think some people argue the, to the contrary, that it's in our nature to fight squabble. Um, I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think that may have become somewhat of the norm around the agricultural revolution as people were able to amass great amounts of resources and then we really had concentrated power centers and so on and so forth but I don't think it's in our nature and I think it's I do think it's problematic that it's portrayed like this so now what I'm going to do is I want to jump into this article and I want to it's called Violent Video Games and Movies Causing Violent Behavior in Psychology Today. And there's tons of articles on the subject. I chose this one because I like psychology today. Here we go. So, and this is is a little bit of an older article. It's from 2012. And we're going to, so, we're going to talk about some of the debates that were going on back then. This is when Mitt Romney was running for president against Barack Obama. So they said... The assertions that violent movies and video games cause kids to become violent have been made for a long time. Some researchers have noted that Columbine High School shooters Dylan Harris and Eric Claybold were avid computer gamers. Ironically, Sung-Hoo Cho, the Virginia Tech shooter, was seen by his roommates as odd because he never joined them in video games. Do the assumptions about video game violence leading to similarly violent behavior among children and adolescents make sense? On the surface, many might think that pulling the trigger in such games is even worse than watching a violent film passively. There has in fact been extensive research and writing on the impact of violent movies and videos in, on behavior in kids. Some worry that there is a direct link, while others are concerned that these kinds of activities simply isolate kids or have addictive potential. The biggest fear for many parents and clinicians is that exposure to games or visual media with violent content may turn ordinary children and adolescents into violent people in the real world. But research is clearly lacking on a direct causal relationship between violent video games and youth violence. Interestingly, the U.S. has the highest homicide rate in the world. But, as Fareed Zakaria noted in the Washington Post, the Japanese are avid video game players and have a homicide rate close to zero. He argues that the difference is the incredibly strict restrictions on firearms. In fact, the rate of video game use of all kinds is incredibly—it's actually decreasing in the United States, and many of the top-selling games are decidedly non-violent. Furthermore, as Mr. Zakaria suggests, many comparable nations have comparable consumption of video game and violent media, but low homicide rates. Okay, and, and this makes sense in terms of, I mean, of course, look, when you have strict gun control and i'm not trying to take a position one way or the other for for gun control uh, because i honestly i honestly don't know enough about these my, if i were to form a uh, take a stand on something like this i mean maybe i have an idea I, my presumption is probably without guns on the street you just can't commit violent acts so my presumption is society would be safer if simply guns were were removed but that may, in fact, not be the case. I'd I'd want to form an opinion. I just haven't researched it, but I'd want to form an opinion based on hard facts, hard data. You know, maybe look at a cross sample of countries where it's completely outlawed versus countries where it's all over the place, and really see what and and have similar you know with similar economics and things like that as the U.S. and see, hey, what's really going to make the most sense as far as uh, promoting safety in this country. It does maybe seem slightly as though no guns would probably be safer. But I'm just saying, like I I don't want to just say something without researching it. Anyways, this makes sense. You have violence everywhere in the culture, but you don't have access to guns. Well, you can't go out and commit these acts because mostly you're seeing shooting and things like that. I get that. But even then, even in places like Japan, hey, the murder rate's low. I don't necessarily think that's all of a sudden, well, then it's fine. We can have a field day. Look, it's the same message. And I think it's a really negative and dangerous message to say that killing people is okay, or something to be joked about, or something to do in passing. Because it's not. And that's what I what I really take issue with. These are even bigger and larger concerns as to whether or not violence leads to, viol- violent movies and video games leads to violent behavior. And that's a big deal if that's the case. But even if it's not, I think it sends a very dangerous message that who knows how that could unfold and, and be unwrapped. I mean, maybe it could just, Make people be more more okay with with going to war, or doing other things that they have they may otherwise have taken issue with. You know, it's desensitizing. So, I my, my main point is just in these countries, I, I don't I'm don't want to I I don't think it makes sense to say, hey, in countries where murder is not a problem, video let's have murder galore in video games and movies. I think that's the wrong approach. Okay, next. The fact is that analyses of school shooting incidents from the U.S. Secret Service and the Federal Bureau of Investigation National Center for the Analysis of Violent Crime do not support a link between violent games and real-world attacks. In 2011, the Supreme Court struck down California's law barring the sale or rental of violent video games to people under 18. Dr. Cheryl Olson, one of a number of consultants supporting a brief challenging challenging the law, noted in a New York Times op-ed... That the court opinion stated that fairy tales are full of violence. She, fur- oh my God, she further reported that after hearing a great deal of testimony, it concluded that we just don't know enough about the effects of video games to recommend sound policy solutions. Uh, Chief John Roberts and uh, Samuel Alito agreed with the majority opinion, and Alito opined that we should be careful about the development of technology that may have important societal implications that will become apparently. "...apparent only with time, and that video games may have potential benefits as well as potential risks. Indeed, there has been research demonstrating a positive effect of violent games on hand-eye coordination and other skills. There is, however, no doubt that the content of our visual and even written fictional media is bloody. Consider one particularly violent and well-known narrative. A broken and tired man returns from war unexpectedly only to find what appears to him to be strangers taking advantage of his house and his family. In a fit of rage, he slaughters the people... In his house, even after the victims of his carnage beg for, for forgiveness. And this is Odyssey. Because right? it comes from the Odyssey. So are we comparing the Odyssey to movies like Natural Born Killers? Not exactly. But we want to be extremely cautious about where we draw our lines. Just as the Supreme Court noted, fairy tales are often quite violent. So are Disney films. Um, or watch the scenes in The Lion King when Simba's Uncle Scar kills his father, Mufasa. Uh, discussing why violent content pervades some of our most powerful and cherished metaphors is a subject of a different post, but it is clear that we've had violent visual content much longer than we have had mass shootings. If anything, much of this violence serves as a reminder of how not to behave. Okay, so what I want to say is I take issue. Now, granted, I haven't read the whole opinion or the brief, but I take uh, it. I don't like that parallel drawn between fairy tales and video games. Video games, you can, it's obvious. I mean, that it just doesn't seem like an honest argument. Because you can obviously tell there's a distinction. One is an, an active, it, you're actively going out and shooting people. Um, first of all, retelling a, a story like that is... Is, is completely different in these fairy tales now 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 if we if we put that in movie form and there's all this killing and going on okay i have i have some issue with that but this is the same idea i think the i think the visual and where do you draw the line i don't know you know i don't know where you draw the line all i can tell you is these these representations of extreme violence of murder i just don't think it should be the norm you know not to say people if people want it and they like it you know i don't i don't know what the solution is exactly but i know what i can tell you is that it just seems perverse and it just doesn't seem right doesn't seem to send the right message so my take on this is hey you know maybe we still don't have all the evidence maybe we're still trying to figure stuff out as video games and these really violent graphic video games are new and we're still gathering research The movies are getting more violent. Is that having an effect? Maybe it's too hard to measure. Whatever the case may be. Hopefully you'll take this as food for thought. And think about it yourself. But that's my take. That's what I feel. I just feel like. What's positive about that message? There's so many other positive movies. And things that you can enjoy that are fun. And that don't. Don't showcase this in that way. So. That's kind of my take. know, I'm getting a little. Uh little intense here on this episode. But man, I just I just saw it one too many times. And I'm like, man, I, I, I gotta, I gotta do a little, I gotta do an episode on this. So that's my two cents. Let me know if you feel differently, or if you agree or whatever it may be. Love to hear from you. You can always email me at huzaifa at scalarlearning.com. And of course, I'm going to post this article in the show notes, you can check out the show notes at www.scalerlearning.com. And that's it for today's episode. Make sure to check back every day for new episodes. Got new episodes coming out every day this summer. Lots of good content coming your way. So please, and if you haven't done so yet, subscribe to the podcast. Absolutely subscribe. And that is it. See you guys next time. Take it easy. Skiller, learning. Give me that